And recording starts here. Oh my god! <laughs> Hello, Fest! Hi! How are you? How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> Get out of my fucking way! I'm trying to walk here! <laughs> <laughs> are you walking while recording again? Fucking no! Are you kidding me? Walking I walk on some New York streets. Too much. Oh my goodness. Listen, if I can't get down the street in like 1.5 seconds because I'm walking real fast because it's fucking New York, if you're in my way and you're slow, I hate you <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. I mean, you're becoming a real New Yorker because I almost said becoming a real you Norker. I'm not a you Norker. You are. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Let's start the show. All right. Aw, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, Lagging Balls, your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people, with your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Hey, what the fuck is up, ballers? Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, oh lord. This is the part Sorry. of the show where I'd like to remind all of you that you signed up for this. Yeah, you signed your name on the dotted line, and now here you are listening to our bullshit. <laughs> and since we didn't release anything last week, I'm just, I'm so full of it, you know? Yeah? Are you brimming? Yes, that's why I've already sung and screamed and swore a lot. <laughs> well, and then I while you're at this, it, uh, why don't you tell us what you've been up to this week? Well, right now I'm drinking Monster Energy Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Juice as in different than like just a monster energy drink? Yeah, it's juice. This one's juice kind. I shouldn't have it because it's got lots of sugar in it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and lots of sodium. But you know what? It's fine because it's juice and juice is healthy for you. Juice? That was a good one. That was a good one. It's my beer. All right. What were you saying? Me? What was I doing? Yes. What were you up to this week? Oh my. Okay, so. I got a AOTC. That's ahead of the curve. Hey, congratulations! Ahead of the AOTC. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Got Jaina down. And not only did we get her down, but we killed the fuck out of her. Nice. I personally dragon breathed the shit out of her, and now she is dead. I w <laughs> I'm happy to report that she did not get away this time. She is now dead. <laughs> congratulations to you and who's, the team. Who's the fucking superior mage now, huh? It's me. <laughs> Duh. We all knew it. Um, what else? Let me ask you this. Did she okay. cheat and use all three specs? Kinda, actually, yeah. That son of a... You know what? She's just a bad mage. When you're a mage, like you have to keep your emotions in check. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Because otherwise it just, you know, it just it affects your magic. Like a, like the whole martial arts thing? Like Exactly. You know, maintain the need yeah. in mind or whatever. Did you ever fucking <laughs> see the Red Ranger cry? No, you didn't. Jason never did anything. He's like, Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> he was my little sister's favorite Power Ranger so much so that we named a dog after him. Hey, see? Exactly. My favorite was Billy because he had glasses and he could do flips. And I had a huge crush on him. Oh, that's cute. But turns out he's not interested in women, so. <laughs> I mean, that's I had fine. a huge crush on, fine, the, but... on the Pink Ranger and it turns out she's just not interested in me. <laughs> <laughs> after after many years of trying and a few court dates, apparently she's not interested. <laughs> Kimberly, why? 
Um, pterodactyl. Uh. <laughs> just, just love me. <laughs> You're so pretty in your pink skirt. A fucking. Oh man, the Yellow Ranger was the shit though. Trini, holy shit. Trini was dope. She died in a car accident. Whoa, really? Yeah. Holy crap! I don't think I knew that. No, she did. It sucked. She she became a model after the Power Rangers, and then she and I another model. That. She was gorgeous. She was gorgeous, and then she and another model were like on their way someplace to work, I think, and they got into a car accident and died. That's horrible. I know, but she's always my favorite. I wanted to be her. I had like I had this stuffed animal of her, but the head was plastic. So like the body was like stuffed animal, but the the head was the plastic, and it was like the Yellow Ranger. And I just I loved her. She was the best. Anyway, where were we? Um, so I've, I've been running lots of keys, running lots of dungeons, um, because it was like the dungeon bonus week. I've been doing a lot of um, BGs. I've been doing a lot of skirmishes. Um, num num num. Yes, that's what I've been doing. Um, I also did um, Friday nights with Thorn and Thist by myself last. You Friday. sure did. Thank you for handling that. Hey, no worries. And then I was on Azeroth Roundtable. Actually, really, really proud of that uh, that show. Um, John and Ben asked me a lot of really interesting questions. We discussed the new uh, cinematic at length. Uh, and you know how good John and Ben are at like summarizing their feelings about things and about you know talking about lore and talking about predictions and things like that. So um, if that's the kind of stuff that, that really uh, tickles your, your pastries, um, you should <laughs> check that one out. Um, and they, then, that butters your croissant? Yeah, that really butters my egg roll. Um, and last night I was on a show called The Mind of a Geek podcast, and we just talked about WoW a lot, and nice. that was really fun too. So you love talking about WoW. I know. And then I went and streamed on my own channel. I ran some keys with some of the, some of the raid guys, and that was fun. I watched that. Yeah, we had a grand old time. It was really nice. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've been pretty active. Like this week's been pretty good as far as stuff goes. That's um, awesome. Yeah. What what have you been up to? Um, I have had a, a strange week. I played a bunch of Overwatch in between things, but I was laid low on Friday by a migraine in the morning and then a migraine at night. Um, so I got it kind of on both ends. And that's why I couldn't join you for Friday Nights with Distant Thorns. So thanks again for taking that on yourself. And I wasn't able to join you guys on Azeroth Roundtable, which I'm really bummed about. Um, but... It seemed like a really good show, so I'm glad. Hey, I, uh, I got this. You don't worry about it. <laughs> Thanks. Such You're a welcome. good team. Um, <laughs> in terms of Overwatch, I've had a, a bit of a Lucio resurgence, which has been really fun. Um, I had been only really kind of picking him on, like, boopable maps. Um, but the more I've uh, been taking myself to Overwatch Academy of sorts, um, not the official, just that's what I'm calling all the study I've been doing on the game, uh, the more I've been doing that, the more I've seen... Um, just some of the characters who are uh, incredibly clutch, I guess, that, that really contribute a lot. And uh, Lucio is way up there on that list, um, as is D.Va, who I've started playing a lot more of recently. And um, I see why you love her so much, List. She's amazing because she's a tank, but she's got lots of mobility and lots of different ways to fuck people up. <laughs> and she's real cute, too. Yeah, she is real cute. And we'll come back around to her in just a little bit in the Overwatch section. But, you know, I've been practicing some basic mechanics, getting some fundamentals down, learning some of the nuances of using her more effectively. Um, again, she was another hero where I would pick her up when she was needed. Like if we had a Bastion that we weren't countering effectively and we needed, um, you know, kind of a second hero on it. You know how when you have a bunker uh, type of comp on the, other on the other side and you've got a Bastion behind a big shield, 
how, you know, it's not really always that effective to only send one hero against that. Right. Yeah. So You gotta overwhelm that bitch, because that yeah. bitch got back up. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, in that kind of situation, um, that's when I was kind of picking her up, and that, that wasn't enough to really get her down and know how to use her well, and she just fits almost every comp, just like Lucio, so... I don't know. I'm just really, really loving being able to do either of those and uh, getting better at them both. Hey, I I support that. I can't I can't say enough about Diva. She's hands down my favorite to play. I've got over a hundred hours on her. Nice. She was the first one I ever tried. In fact, like when oh yeah? dropped, yeah. I was like, this seems good. I want to fly. <laughs> I wanted I want to fly and do that thing. So, because Farah just looked terrifying, but Diva looked adorable. So. <laughs> She got the rockets. She got the jets. <laughs> you were in- intimidated by Farah. Yes, and I still am. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lucio was one of my favorite, um, one of my very first heroes, and definitely my first main for anything else. So it's really nice to come back, come back home. We've come full circle, <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> and then, of course, Symmetra. Oh my God, I'm still loving so much. Symmetra, um, the other night, I last night actually, I kind of almost single-handedly maintained a point so that a full, my full team could come back just by fighting around my teleporters on a control point and then teleporting back and forth so the other team couldn't get at me. And oh man, it was great. And and it worked out really well that my I had set my teleporters down right as a May had walled me off uh, from the other team. Oh shit! Um, so I just appeared behind them and was just blasting them and putting teleporters right on the ground. Uh, and then when they turn around to deal with me, I was already gone. So I was just, it was Paris um, on attack, the second point. And you know how they have the massive spawn advantage there because it's right outside of their spawn. Sure. But it's that big open room with the statue in the center and the statue's not that big, but that was my only line of sight other than that May wall, which they obviously dropped pretty fast after they realized that it was really a detriment to them, you know, 3v1ing me and then 4v1ing me. And then I finally died right as the rest of my team got back. So it was a really great hold. And then we took it. Hey, man, congratulations on the massive hold. <laughs> you really Thank gripped you. it there, man. <laughs> Thank you. Symmetra is just, just bay for me right now. So <laughs> I love it so much. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's mostly it for me. That's cool. So for us, um, we have to take a small, a small <laughs> Western bacon cheese. Western bacon sheet. <laughs> uh, we have to take a small hiatus from LB proper and probably the Friday night streams as well. Not for any longer, I'd say about three weeks-ish, maybe? Three to four weeks? Does that sound right to you? Yep, sounds about right. Yeah, um, to supplement that though, like we'll, we'll be around on social. We'll always be around on Discord if you need us. Um, we will stream on our respective streaming channels as we can. I I will be at E3 probably, and then I've got some other stuff going on. Uh, it, it's just life is just too busy at the moment. We need to get over the next couple of weeks, and then we can come back to our regular routine. So we're just asking you guys to be a little bit patient. We're really sorry about it, um, but to make up for it, we are turning four years old next weekend. We sure are. And to celebrate, we are absolutely doing a 24-hour stream. So this week, look out for details on that. Um, but, you know, uh, to to sort of soften the blow of a, of a three-week hiatus, 
you'll be able to stare at us for 24 hours if you so choose. Uh, and you can like watch the VOD probably uh, later on. So so there's that. Um, we're also going to be setting up a charity uh, so we can raise money. The last time we did a 24 hour stream, we raised uh, over $600 for the ASPCA. And I just, I fucking couldn't be proud, prouder of that. It really was. So we're going to try to do that again. We're going to have lots of guests, um, maybe. Uh, honestly, it's probably just going to be us sitting around playing video games and talking and maintaining. But uh, but yeah, so um, we're sorry that it's we have to do this. Chill. But yeah. And, you know, as as the weeks go by, um, it'll it'll become clear as to why we're, we're doing this. Um, there's going to be some some pretty major announcements coming up. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, that's, you know, we're looking forward to this. It's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see if Thorne can actually make it to 24 hours this time. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. So I see um, since I've spent a couple of years here paying the price for doing exactly what we planned to do, which was to take a two hour break each oh, and get some no, sleep. Nobody um, said that. Yet, oh, yeah, we absolutely oh, did. In no. fact, I bet I want to I want to say that maybe we even discussed that. No, we probably didn't discuss that on the show. There's Absolutely probably not a record not. of that. No You're lucky there's way. no record of that because we definitely It never definitely happened. That. That's not a 24-hour <laughs> stream. You just pussed out. No, the point was that we'd stagger those breaks so the stream would you remain constant. You pussed out so hard. <laughs> and now you pay the price. <laughs> I'll never let you live it down. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but I think the point that you... I just want to revisit one of your points real quick. There are some major announcements coming, and that's there, there's a real reason why we just can't really talk about it yet. So, so stick with us, guys. We we got this. We're still going to be around. The podcast itself is the only thing that's taking the break very shortly, just for a little, little, little while. This is not a precursor to a longer break. We promise. Hell no, hell no. LB is never going anywhere, so don't you worry. Yeah, because I hate when shows do that where they're like, oh, we're just going to take a short break, and then they just never come back again. I yeah, think, that's like, that's oh. not even it. It's it's honestly just I have a lot of work stuff coming up that uh, is going to be more taxing on me than usual. Um, I'm going to be um, away from home for quite a bit, and uh, I just I just need to focus my attention on some other stuff for the next couple weeks and you know that's all that's okay but it's not like a huge life change everything will settle down in the middle of next month and it'll be great so yeah but in the meantime um why don't you why don't you just go over again it's been a while since we mentioned these so why don't you go over again what it is that you guys produce at work um so that people can follow that stuff there hey man that, sure okay hello <laughs> my name's this um, I work at a my day job. Um, I, I do some like stuff on Snapchat and Instagram, and you can look at it at it's at it's at tryhard on Instagram, and uh, you can you can watch. Um, we do an original show called Next Level, and uh, that's uh, that drops thrice weekly on IGTV <laughs> at tryhard, and you can also find it at tryhard on Snapchat, and you can see me. I produce right co-host all of that other stuff um it's pretty cool we also do uh it's cool like, seeing you on there it's cool seeing you stand up there and give the, the gaming news and, and you guys are funny so i enjoy that thank you i appreciate that i just realized those are two separate things guys so if you're if you're a snapchat user try hard is the channel you can subscribe to and get the like the you know the regular stories and then the next level which is nxt lvl next level um, is the show. It's the Snapchat original. Hey, thanks so. for plugging for me. Yeah. I'm also uh, co-creating a show that starts filming on Monday, actually. Oh um, it's called Level Up. 
Um, it's hosted by Golden Boy. Still can't believe that we got Golden Boy, but that's amazing. Game. Yeah, and he's going to take six lucky SoCal gamers. Um, he's going to flip their shit. Uh, he's gonna fix their setups. He's gonna go into their houses, look at their junk, and be like, "This is awful. We're gonna fix it for you." And the team's <laughs> gonna come in and give them a whole bunch of new shit. It's pretty exciting. I'm I'm super stoked on it. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just doing a lot. There's a lot going on, but I want you guys to know that LB is the most important thing. So th- so don't worry. We'll we'll be back. Right. Like I'm not plugging anything from my work, but there's a lot of stuff going on there too. And LB still remains the most important, as you can imagine. Of course, of course, of course. But I do have something to plug, which is called Plus Five to Hit, and that's my other podcast. Um, that I do with a bunch of guys from the podcast areas, that all of whom you know from various shows because they're amazing and awesome and they are my brothers from other mothers. Um, that is our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's a great time. And right now, um, our dungeon master is on the road for work. So we've been doing these one-offs and um, those will be hitting in the next couple of weeks. And those are a lot of fun. We had a really great time with that. TBK was DMing uh, the last two weeks of it. So that was awesome. TBK is a treasure. He is. He's a jewel. He's a gem. <laughs> a diamond in the rough. Yes. This segment brought to you by the new Aladdin. <laughs> created by oh Disney. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for that where they show you Will Smith singing Prince Ali? Oh, um, yeah. I did see a trailer the other day that actually didn't look as bad. So, I don't know. I, don't I know. can't we'll tell see. if it's going to be good or bad. <laughs> I know. Same with The Lion King. Like, And The Lion King is so much different because it's... In, animated update of an animated movie yeah i don't know man i might just skip that one entirely detective pikachu is good shit though yeah yeah go go see the fuck out of that pokemans movie (laughs) you fucking you see electric rat fucking ryan reynolds is an electric rat and fucking all these animals called pokemon are everywhere people are like pokemon moment from that movie like, no spoilers, but, like, which Pokemon really stood out to you the most? Which Pokemon? Um, yeah, like, not not Pikachu, like, of the ones that they encountered. Let's see now. I don't know. It was pretty cool to see Pidgey <laughs> and Bulbasaur. <laughs> I really enjoyed the, what's the Mime guy's Mr. name? Mr. Mime? Yeah, so I don't Nobody fucking likes like, Mr. Mime. What the was fuck say, is wrong with you? I was going to say, I don't particularly like that Pokemon normally but that segment with him was awesome it was yeah okay have you ever seen that website or the thing online that's like a conspiracy theory that like ash's mom is actually like hooking up with her mr mime and that ash's dad is mr mime no you fucking (laughs) no dude just like people listening like just google that shit it's fucked up and it makes sense and it freaks me out i hope mr mime's not my dad That would okay. be shitty. We're gonna we're gonna link that theory in show notes. There's okay. a there's a Kotaku <laughs> article that I found on it, so we'll we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can partake in this as well. That's the kind <laughs> of shit that you guys need to know about. Yeah, there you go. Wow, this article's from last year. Yeah, it's been around, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, let's move on to some Blizzard news, shall we? Let's do it. This is the fucking news. So we already know that the BlizzCon tickets have been sold the fuck out. Yep. It's all Go it's figure. All gone. I didn't see that coming. They're all gone now. <laughs> yes, but if you um, are like any of us who got multiple tickets for friends, etc., um, 
you have until August 25th to transfer the tickets into their names. And also, if you either missed getting BlizzCon, BlizzCon tickets yourself, or if you got some for friends, but it turns out you got too many or whatever, you can use the official exchange. So AXS, uh, which is the company that has the, the app and the website that you purchase the tickets through, they have an official exchange, so you can count on the authenticity of the purchase from there. Yes. We're going to have the link to that in the show notes, and you can check that out if you need it. And good luck. In other Ooh. news, um, our Blizzard president, Jay... It's Jab. Jab. It's Jab. Jay Allen Brack. I don't know why I was trying to... Yes. Jab. Jab rhymes with stab. <laughs> and he will stab you if you forget his name again. So, so Jeff will wrestle you to death and Jab will stab you? Yes, obviously. Okay, fair enough. Well, Jab was interviewed on Forbes about priorities, WoW Classic, and Diablo. It's a really, really good interview. We'll put the link in the show notes. I pulled a few quotes from it that are interesting, but there's there's more nooks and crannies in this, so you should, it's definitely worth checking out. Please, um, I implore you. One of, the, uh, one of the questions was about how things might change under his leadership or under the direction the company's been going, and the quote from him is, the fact that two veteran Blizzard developers were appointed to lead Blizzard should be a key indicator of where this company's priorities lie. It speaks to our legacy and ongoing identity as a developer-driven company. And then uh, another quote is, The biggest change we've talked about is a larger focus within Blizzard on games and game content. What's more important than any changes are the things that won't change here at Blizzard, our core mission to create amazing games for our players, and our commitment to quality. We're always exploring and striving to find better ways to arrive at our goals, but our goal is making great experiences for our players. And that sounds like a really almost generic corporate speak type of quote but remember who this is coming from this is not like a big corporate type jab is not a big corporate type he's he is a a decades long developer from blizzard the guy's got a ponytail come on he's one of us he's vegan there you go he's 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 one of us he's got you know he's he's a big fan you know himself so you know we're i feel like we're in good hands yeah exactly he's been around the block he's been with blizz for a very long time and then one, one final quote that I pulled from this, and then you should just check out the link in the show notes. We can't wait to share everything we're working on. We have more games in development right now than we've ever had in Blizzard's history, which is exciting. That includes core game genres on core platforms like PC and console in addition to mobile initiatives. And the reason we're further expanding our focus on our development priorities is because we understand that it's not enough to just make more. That's pointless if we're not holding ourselves to our standards with everything we release. We're working very hard, and we're grateful to all the players supporting us. They're inspiring us every day to continue creating the best experiences that we possibly can. See, it's funny because, like, if they hadn't released Overwatch and I hadn't, like, fallen completely in love with it, I would I would probably be sitting here being all like, I don't want them to work on new games. I just want them to keep making Warcraft good, right. you know? But, like, they fucking knocked it out of the park with Overwatch, and that's obviously why, like, they set a precedent for, like, building new games into the future. And if they can capture so many people with Overwatch, like, there's no telling what Blizzard can do at this point, you know? Absolutely. And the, the important thing to remember in all of this is if new games and new IPs and new platforms and all that stuff makes you nervous, remember that Overwatch was their first new IP in 17 years. Yeah. 17 years. <laughs> and look at how well it's doing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing about it is they, um, as part of this interview, he also mentioned that 50% of the games they've developed have just gone nowhere. And that's because they do have a commitment to quality. And it's it's easy for us to sit here on this side and be like, yeah, yeah, okay. You got a commitment to quality. Sure, yeah, yeah. You're still all about players. Sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But when you as a company put time, resources, and effort, and a lot of time, resources, and effort into um, a game that you're developing, whether it's another version of what you have or a new IP, you know, you put a lot into that. 
And to say that 50% make it means that they still hold themselves to a high standard. So before you go scoffing at a comment like that, do realize that that's, that's their record, 50%. And most companies would never stand for that. You think EA is doing that? No. no. No offense to EA. They have a different business model and that works for them. I get it. But that, that's not how it works for these guys. They, they just, they've continued to put that quality and commitment first. And I think that is very encouraging to hear. Of course. That's, that's super encouraging. Like that's, that's one of the things that's been separating Blizz from all the rest of the game companies for a long time. You know, like, like just remember the sun. Well, nah, remember Titan. That, that was going to be a huge freaking deal. And then they decided that it wasn't fun. You know, like basically it just wasn't fun. Yeah. Like a lot of game companies would just be like, oh, fucking just put more skins in. It'll be fine. It'll be f- people play it, whatever, you know? But no, Blizz is like fucking salvage the fun parts and just n- no more Titan. No, no, that that's right. no, that is no. And now we've got Overwatch because of Titan. Wasn't Heroes of the Storm a failed project from something else first too? I don't know. I think it was. I think it was something else entirely that they um, they took, again, the fun parts of, they kept, they rearranged, they took a completely different direction. And um, for the pieces that it made sense to fit into the new direction, they kept, and then they cut even more um, that didn't fit the way that they took things. I really admire that. I love Blizzard. I think I think Blizzard is starting to steer the ship to warmer waters, sunnier skies, <laughs> trop- tropical islands, fucking Wait, buried treasure. Wait, you love treasures. Blizzard? I love Blizzard. I do, I do too! I love Blizzard! What? Oh my god! <laughs> How have we gone almost four years on this show and not realized that about each other? How about that? That's sarcasm. Learning something new every day here, guys. I hate learning. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another thing to not learn. Blizzard is open to more Nintendo collaborations and is, quote, super happy, unquote, with Diablo on Switch. I'm super happy with Diablo on Switch, too. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into the details on that article because that I think that says everything. Go figure they're open to more Nintendo collaborations. Who wouldn't be? I would be if I was collaborating with Nintendo. I'm up for it. I mean, I miss Reggie, but it's okay. Yeah. Do you think Reggie and Michael Morheim are hanging out? <laughs> I hope so. I hope that they are steering their yacht to warmer waters, to bluer skies. They're probably sailing on a yacht and, like, okay, they're sailing on a yacht. Sailing! Okay, so they're, they're laying on top of their yacht. Okay. Topless. Um, yes. Okay. Reggie is wearing swim trunks with little Marios and coins on them. <laughs> And Mike Morheim is wearing swim trunks with little Pachamaris on them. <laughs> and they're sunbathing, and they're, just, they're sailing towards Jamaica, and it's all good, you know? Like, they did it. They fucking oh, did yeah. it. They, like, spent their lives making people happy through video games. I hope to God that that is exactly what they're doing right That's exactly home. what they're doing right now. <laughs> they're just laying on the deck. On, like side by side, on some towels, hands behind their heads, staring up at the sky with big ass smiles on their faces. Yep, that's and, right. And attendants catering to, to their every need because they they've, they've got it. people on either side like fanning them with giant palm tree leaves <laughs> and handing them drinks, feeding them grapes. Yes, grapes right into right their off the mouths. vine. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, and they're just happy. And like they're not even talking. They're just smiling. You know, none of the artists like, listening, we need we need this drawn. This needs just to be do a that. thing. Yes. 
<laughs> and like every so often they get a new drink and they cheers each other silently. And all you hear is the ding, you know? And in the distance, <laughs> dolphins are jumping out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And they speak nary a word, for it's all been said. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they don't have to do anything else. Like, they've done it. They did it. They're fucking rich, powerful, and they're done, you know? Their work is done. And they're sailing on home, baby. They're going back to their own dimension where people are really nice and nice things happen and nothing is bad. That's where Reggie and Mike Morheim are from. I feel like if it weren't this really big yacht uh, on their way to Jamaica, um, I feel like it would be the Care Bears cloud car. Maybe it is. Maybe at some point, like, the the water starts, like, you know, pushing them up towards a rainbow bridge. (laughs) And they're, like, they're bopping their heads like the, um, what's that, Night of the Roxbury? (laughs) Yeah. Or not. You know, they're just chilling. Oh man! Just, like they take turns putting something on the cloud car radio, and one is like a Warcraft theme, and then the next one is like the Mario theme, and one is like the Overwatch theme, and then one's like the Zelda theme. No, it'd be like here I go again on my own, <laughs> down on the road, you know? Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna think about that every time I feel stressed out. I like it. Mike and Reggie together again, ready to to return back to their own dimension. So the, what's the Eternal Shores, or what is it called from Lord of the Rings, where the elves go? Oh yeah, that's where they're going! The endless shores, or whatever. <laughs> like, they, the high elves, they sent Reggie and Mike Morheim to our stupid realm to just make us just a little bit happier. And now, they've done it. Their work is done, and they can go back. <laughs> that's right. Okay, why don't you take this next one, Piss? Yeah, no, no, no problem. So Blizzard... It's got cards now, and you know, like, it's been a thing. That's already a thing. Like, last night, when I was on the stream with the guys, I was like, you know what I'm gonna buy myself? I'm gonna buy myself the card that gives you the magic rooster egg, which gives you the magic rooster mount. And Alex was like, that's that's not called magic rooster egg, it's called El Pollo uh, Grande. <laughs> which means the giant chicken or yep. something. <laughs> and uh, I went to look it up, and usually they're selling it on eBay for like 300 bucks, but the only one on eBay right now is $900. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I went and sent Ian Hazakostas a message, and I was like, hey, <laughs> can you please bring back the El Pollo Loco card or whatever? <laughs> And uh, I haven't had a response yet, but I'm hoping that he just brings it back because I can't spend $900 on a giant chicken. Oh, my God. I mean, I'd consider it, but I don't know if I'd do it. I mean, I I would definitely spend $300 if I could, but not $900. I can't justify that. Uh, But anyway. Here's an interesting question. Do you know if anything like that would cross over between the current WoW and like the WoW Classic? Because we're about to talk about that in a bit as well but i wonder if any anything from that era would like cross would be like account bound between the two i think there are i think i read something about that because uh, that would be I, awesome i can't recall but yes that would be totally awesome um but anyway uh so world of warcraft or, sorry blizzard has entered a multi-year deal with upper deck the ones who make the trading cards 
Yes, and they're making Overwatch League trading cards. Hey-o. And it's like the first time in esports that that's ever happened. And that's Hell just yeah. yet another thing that Overwatch League is doing <laughs> to like normalize and legitimize and familiarize people with esports in North America. They're like, what do people like about sports? They're like big tournaments at big stadiums. They like they like watching shit on TV and on Twitch. <laughs> They like trading cards. They like drinking beer at the arena, you know, because now Bud Light's like the official <laughs> beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's trading cards. There's going to be other memorabilia, like stickers and prints and posters. And uh, the ones right now, the cards that they have right now, feature players and teams from the inaugural season and the ones currently competing in this season. And each pack might have rare cards with player autographs, so what? it's definitely worth it. Like, I don't know, like, I know people get frustrated sometimes with the amount of, like, merchandise that Overwatch League is pumping out and stuff, but it's all in good fun, and it makes you feel cool, it makes you feel like you're part of something, and these cards are awesome, and it's unprecedented in the esports world, and I'm all for it, you know? Like, if... if yeah. If... If merchandising... You remember fucking in Spaceballs when... When yogurt was really into <laughs> merchandising. Yeah. Spaceballs, the lunchbox, you know? <laughs> this is like that. And it's just good. It's, it's awesome. That was great. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that's pretty fucking sweet. And listen to this. So in my job, I have to always make sure I know what the hell is going on on Twitch. Like, I have to know what the biggest streamers are. I have to know what the biggest games are. I have to know what the trends are, et cetera, et cetera. And fucking top spot of Twitch rankings, day one of beta, is fucking WoW Classic. A 15-year-old yeah. game is number one on Twitch. Yeah. Fucking Shroud is talking about this shit. Like, it's blowing up. I'm so fucking happy. Like, this is amazing. This is such a huge gain for, for Blizzard. I'm so all about this, and I I never saw this coming. Like, I knew people were excited about WoW Classic, but, like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I definitely did not expect that level. That's pretty awesome. But, yeah, so, obviously, Soda Poppin' and Asmongold are on top of the stream charts. Um, Asmongold's stream numbers were around, like, the 50,000. Soda Poppin's were, like, 70,000. Damn. It's just, it's, Warcraft is in, like, the top most, top five most popular games right now on Twitch. So, like, obviously, you know, there's a time limit on this. It's not going to last, um, but. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I couldn't be happier for Blizzard because, like, this is, is something that they didn't want to do in the first place. Like, they had no plans to do it at all. This was completely brought about by people just, like, pestering Blizz until they got it, which is, you know, which is fine. Blizzard delivered and. And now, I mean, like, this is great. Like, apparently this is exactly what everybody wanted, so. I really hope so. Because I know yeah. when, so obviously there were a lot of people who were doing the private servers and everything like that um, previously. And um, I just hope that this is going to be everything that they wanted it to be. Because when you're running your own thing, you can obviously set the rules exactly where you the way you want them and whatever. And you can set the parameters because you're the one doing it. Um, but since this is Blizzard's official version of it, I'm really hoping that you know, after all of this, and after them even consulting on the creation of this, that I really, really hope it includes the the big things they want to do. Absolutely. And it's funny, like, did you see that article about people in beta uh, 
reporting bugs that are actually just like just the way vanilla was. So I'm like, why does everything take so long to respawn? And why am I walking so slow? And because like, this is classic. You yeah, wanted this. You fuck. You fucking mook. Like this is what you want. <laughs> I still love that word. It's so good. It's good. It's good shit. But yeah, Pat Crane's been uh, been streaming the shit out of it, which has been nice because he's been streaming while I've been at work. So, so you know, I get to like, I'm working all day at my desk, working real hard, but then I get to listen to Pat talk about WoW, and then and then I can take little peeks at him. Nice. His little camera. The other day, he was wearing this like sandy brown, sandy colored shirt, and then the next day, he was wearing like this like super deep V neck black sweater. Uh, I don't know what he's doing, man. I, think I don't know, but I, it sounds like we need a new bumper for this new section, Pat Crane Fashion. Legit, dude. Like, you know what he's doing? <laughs> like, he's he's trying to take down the titty streamers. He's like, those those titty streamers don't stand a chance against Pat Cran and his fucking V-necks and shit. He's all like, everybody's gonna want to get a load of this this flaming hot beefcake. <laughs> Fuck you, titty streamers. You think I'm going to steal all your viewers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, speaking of that, since we're kind of already on that topic, let's move on over to World of Warcraft news. Let's go. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. And here we are, back at... We're here. World of Warcraft news. Hello and welcome to World of Warcraft <laughs> Okay, so let's just keep talking about WoW yes. Classic for a second. So the official launch date is August 27th. Um, as far as I know, there's been two waves of beta invites uh, right now. If you haven't opted into WoW beta, go and do that because you never know if there might be a few more waves or not. All you have to do is go to battle.net. Log in, um, go to your profile, go to settings, and then uh, it'll it'll show you like all of the betas that you're opted into, and you have to opt yourself into it because the default is not opted. Yep. So uh, there's no there's I thought there was going to be beta keys. I was begging, begging for all my friends, uh, but there are no keys. It is just uh, an, a random invitation. So so there you go. Let's see. So it's. It's exactly like WoW Classic, or, well, I guess it wasn't WoW Classic back in the day. It was just WoW. It's exactly like WoW from 2006. It's before the release of any of the expansions. Um, we're going to go to Molten Core. We're going to face Anixia and Mardron nice. again. Um, uh, they're going to introduce content like Alterac Valley and Encourage and Nexramus and... Uh, it's available to all WoW players with an active World of Warcraft su subscription, so there's no additional purchase required. And I, I feel like that's fair, you know, because you're literally yeah. just playing the same game except back in time. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean. But yeah, I if I get into the beta, I'm going to be happy. I will... I'm not I'm not going to take it seriously just because, you know, I was there. I'm a I'm a vanilla player. I was there. I know what it, I know what it's about. I prefer World of Warcraft as it is now. Um and I'm still enjoying current content, but I have a lot of extremely fond memories of vanilla and I can't wait to to go back in time and just sort of relive it. My first character was a Torn warrior for a couple of months maybe, maybe a month, I can't really remember, and then I switched to a shaman 
for a long time and then I switched to a hunter for a long time. So I think I'm going to try to recreate those characters and just, and just, I don't know, like, I, I just want to see Azeroth as I remember it. I just want to go home again 15 years ago. I want to kind of recapture my youth and maybe even listen to some of the music. Like, my computer was so bad back in vanilla that I listened to my music on a CD Walkman at my computer. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't play music. I couldn't put a CD in the computer tower and oh, play man. WoW at the same time because it would explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I might try to do that. I just, I, you know, I'm a millennial. I love nostalgia because everything in my adult life is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, are are you looking forward to doing it? Like, are you gonna play if you got beta? Um, I will try it out. Um, I don't know that I will end up putting a lot of time into it, honestly. However, for anybody who is interested, I uh, we highly stand by the recommendation of a YouTube channel called Platinum Wow. Yes. Uh, Platinum Wow was run by a really good friend of ours and um, raid team member, um, who it just turns out is one of the funniest people that we know and is really, really good at video editing. So his videos are super fun. They're super um, informative. If you are thinking about classic or if you've already decided you're going to and you're not sure what to play, um, he literally has a guide on every um, class from from the classic um, Warcraft experience uh, to give you kind of an overview of where they stand within classic um, because the classic I forget which patch it is I want to say it was like 1.6 or something, something like, that. like that yeah but you know there's a specific snapshot in time in classic where the the game picks up and knowing where all the classes stand during that time in particular is supremely helpful because you know as as you can imagine because this is a, a frozen in time version of the game it's not going to the, the classes are not going to change a ton and and if anything progresses on that end of things you, you know that's not known yet so being able to go in eyes open um with these really great videos that that show you exactly where each of the classes are is awesome and then also there's just there's just a ton of guides to like the classic dungeons and some of the classic raids and things like that so you definitely want to check out this uh, the Platinum Wow channel on YouTube, and we'll put the link in the show notes as well. Yes, we absolutely will. And I just want to reiterate, like, Platinum Wow is our friend. Understand, he's been on the show a couple of times. He's been on the stream a couple of times. He's literally one of our best friends, and we've been raiding with him since what? I think absolutely. Like he's like we we room with him every every BlizzCon. Like he is one of our very best friends in the whole world. Like he's one of our healers in raid, and like we. We could not be more fucking proud of him. And the best part is, like, we can we can sit here and talk about him for days and talk him up because his shit is actually fucking amazing. Really good. Like Solid. we've always good. like he's always been hilarious. He's always been really great at making videos and like he used to do uh, a lot of uh Overwatch content that was really hilarious and some one-off wow stuff. Um but yeah. Like, I would sing his praises for days. Like, if he stole all of you guys, like, all of our audience, I wouldn't even be surprised. And I couldn't I wouldn't even, even be, be mad. mad. Yeah, couldn't be mad. But, like, we are just absolutely bursting at the seams with fucking pride. Because, like, we know, like, he's he's dealing with shitty internet. He's dealing with, like, going to school and also making these videos. Like, he's dealing with a lot. And he's putting out premium content that's actually fucking funny and well done and very like he knows his shit 
Like he was there. He's also a vanilla player. So like we just can't say enough. We just cannot say enough. And we're so proud. So yeah, absolutely. You should, you should check. Like, if you like this show, you'll definitely like Josh's stuff. Catch the link in the show notes to Platinum Wow on YouTube. Yes. And Recruit a Friend is going away for now. It's also going on hiatus. Like us, except probably for longer. It's going down. It's going down. It's going down June 11th. After that, no new recruited friend invitations are being sent. It's going on hiatus while they construct something new that makes it even more rewarding to induce, introduce, induce, introduce your friends to World of Warcraft, <laughs> and it'll be back in its new form before we know it. Um, that's exciting. I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff in WoW that needs a little bit of an update, and uh, you the know, second time they've done this, right? I, I don't think they took it away before, but I think they just like changed the reward. It gotcha. used to be uh, like a zebra, Look. a zebra. Oh, yeah. And then it became that flying cat. It was a rocket, too, for a while, wasn't and it? There, yeah, and there was a rocket. Like, you could choose. I don't remember, because I've never done it, but... Because <laughs> all the friends I have I've already met in WoW, so, you know, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the... I know I have the, the winged guardian that I have is from that. Yes. The flying cat, like I mentioned. Right. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, 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 I yeah. didn't know that's what you were referring to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking how many fucking flying cats are there in the you game? Know, like five? Fair enough. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I also just want to mention real quick before we get into the last bit of the segment, um, I just want to congratulate my favorite AWC team, Super Frogs, for getting picked up by Cloud9 hey. and then fucking winning the spring final and being the first team to qualify for BlizzCon 2019. Damn, go ahead. Oh, yes. That's right. They were they were fucking good enough to get picked up by C9, and then they they fucking I was gonna say they C9 their way to the top. But that's <laughs> not how you win at all. Um, but, uh, Cozy, wealthy men, uh, Chanimal and Snuts. Uh, fucking congratulations, guys! Like that's you amazing. fucking you did the damn thing. So that was fucking sweet. So obviously we need to talk about the fucking cinematic. A uh, holy shit! We sure do. Safe we sure haven. do. Oh. My lord, so that came out last week. I was at work. I saw the email pop up on my phone. And not the email, the Twitter, the tweet. I, th- I yeah. saw the tweet. And I was like, and I, I knew. I saw the tweet. Yeah. And I knew it was a cinematic. I knew it. I didn't even have to look at, look at it that long. Like, I felt it in my bones. So I, I, I like, was silent in the office. And I said something like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and my coworker's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, don't talk to me. And then I watched it, and I just started crying. And then after it was finished, I had to get up and take a walk. And then come and sit back down and watch it again. So so good. Let's let's RP one of the lines from it. Ready? uh, I'll do the first part, you do the second. Okay. I will not lead the horde. I didn't ask. But I hope you'd at least fight for it. Hey! Thrall's balls, baby! Can I just say... I told you so. I told you Thrall's coming back. I you said it. it. Ages ago. I called it ages ago. I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew it all along. Did you feel it in your bones? Yes. And my loins. My and bone loins. My loin bone. I felt the it. The loin bone. The loin bone. I felt that shit. And you know what? I knew it. And so I'm going to say I told you so. And there it is. And I'm so fucking happy that he's back. Uh. It's just, it's been a, it was, the yeah. He's hashtag my war chief. And even if he doesn't become war chief again, I mean, 
whatever. He's he's coming back to help, and that's all that matters to me. And in terms of reaction to the cinematic itself, um, obviously it was pretty hype. We've mentioned Thrall. Who else is in it with him? Sarfang and three rogues that Sylvanas sent to kill Thrall. Ooh. Yes. Drama. Yes. So um, I talked about this at great length on Azeroth Roundtable. So if you want to hear more about, you know, just picking that apart, um, I would recommend checking out that show. Um, but like, how do you, how do you feel about it, Thorne? Like, what do you, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I thought it was awesome. I, I really liked how simple it was there. You know, it wasn't this like huge epic, like all over the place, world breaking kind of cinematic. This was a, a quiet moment, but a very pivotal one. And, right. you know, I, I, I feel like the, the coming together of Sourfang and Thrall is exactly the kind of conversation that we really wanted to have highlighted by such a high quality, uh, format. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah, me too. Holy shit. I, uh, I don't know, man. I, uh, (laughs) it was just exactly what I needed because I just, this is, this is good. Like I, with the last time we saw Sarfang, at least the last time I saw him, um, I chose to, you know, support him and he went off in his journey and I was hoping he was going to go find Thrall and everything. And, and, you know, I, I feel good about this. Like there's, there's a lot of conflict still as a member of the Horde and, and what's going on. And, you know, I, I feel conflicted a little bit and I feel guilty because, you know, I'm, I'm a good, a good Horde follows their war chief without question. But, um, after a lot of discussion this week, like Sylvanas is an amazing leader, but she lacks empathy and honor, and the Horde needs that because without it, we're just the the monstrous savages that people perceive us to be, you know. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that Sarfang or Thrall are are going to be the War Chief, and I'm not saying that they're going to be able to fix everything, but you know, resisting Sylvanas a little bit is what I feel is necessary and I still don't know how it's going to shake out because we all know I'm really terrible at predictions, but I don't know. I, I feel good after this. I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm looking forward to the future right now. So all, and, all I want to say is if this just ends up being kind of a repeat of, you know, the, the horde war chief just being a bad, big baddie again. And that's, that's it. And then I like, hopefully we don't have to fight her as a boss. Cause I think that would really suck also because I feel, feel like she might be a Lich King level difficulty (laughs) as a boss, which could be cool, actually. But Jaina as a boss already, and uh, I I don't know. It just seems like that might be a little much. Um, I don't think that we're going to fight Sylvanas. I think I think Sylvanas is 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 the war chief and is going down this dark path for a reason. Um, just because, you know, Vol'jin knew what he was doing. I want to believe that Vol'jin knew what he was doing in appointing her. He did it for a reason. I think that all of the things that are happening right now are happening for a reason. And maybe that reason is Sylvanas has to stir up some shit and do some bad shit to make the, the rightful leader of the Horde step up and lead us into a better future. Who's that? I don't know. Um, on Azeroth Round Table, we all this, we all. Is it, is it you? No. Is that I'm, is that why we don't have a show for the next couple of weeks? Because you. Hey man, let's 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 X-nay on the Archie. 
I mean, it's just it's Wait. just you and I talking. You can you can tell. That's me. not true. That's not that's not true. You know it. That's not how a podcast. You already works. use Warchief Fist on Discord. <sighs> that's that's a total coincidence. <laughs> ah, okay, sure. Uh, um, techie, edit this part out, quote unquote. Don't edit it out. Um, but <laughs> we 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 said that you know Princess Talanji would be an excellent war chief. Like she's proved herself. She's got honor. She respects other cultures. She understands. She's understanding the horde very well. That would be fine. Obviously, I wouldn't say no to Thrall being the war chief because he's always going to be my war chief in my heart. So I don't know. I mean, Sarfang would be great too. But I don't know. I think. Do you think the horde would accept somebody as new as Princess Talanji? Because they weren't a part of the Horde for very long? I would. And I feel like that would be very diplomatic and it would ex- it would make the allied races feel very accepted. I am not huge up into my lore. Do you happen to know... Um, and obviously it's okay if you don't, but it, I maybe you know and I don't. Do, do you know if there are any other Horde faction leaders who are who have like designs on leading? No idea. I mean, Bane, I've, maybe, I've not but seen any. Yeah, I've just not, I've not seen. You know, usually they make that pretty obvious, and I don't remember seeing. Yeah, I just like that everything is like super vague. It it's weird because like a lot of history is repeating itself, but it still seems super vague about what's going to happen. So I don't know. Nathanos Blightcaller for Warchief one? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, aside from all that. It's fucking beautiful, as usual. Taryn and the cinematics team fucking knocked it out of the park, as usual. The voice acting, spot on. Fucking, it was just so beautiful and gorgeous and wonderful. And we are absolutely spoiled every time the cinematics team drops a gorgeous, unforgettable piece of cinematic fucking excellence. And we're just not fucking worthy. We're not worthy. We do not deserve it. But thank you all the same. Holy shit. Okay, let's move ourselves right along to the Overwatch. It's noon. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, so, holy shit. I just... I'm just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the Overwatch anniversary is coming out. It's starting on May 21st, and we... They announced it, like, what, yesterday or the day before? And they've already dropped a new skin uh, on Twitter. It's Academy Diva. It looks amazing. Her mech looks like a Gundam. It's got a little head. It's amazing. She's dressed like a schoolgirl. She's fucking cute. And, like, out of all of the skins, out of every uh, seasonal event, the anniversary skins are always the fucking best because it seems to me, like, and I think I said this last year, but it seems to me, like, Whenever there's a seasonal event, like for Halloween or Christmas or whatever, the skins kind of have to follow a certain aesthetic. But with the with the anniversary, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the anniversary, it just kind of seems to me that the skins can just be whatever the artists want. You know, like maybe they have like this big uh, yearly anniversary, pre-anniversary meeting, and they're like, "What have you guys been working on?" And then you know, some amazing artist who works on Overwatch is like. Look at this Academy Diva thing I came up with. Her fucking mech looks like a goddamn Gundam. And everybody's like, holy <laughs> shit. Let's fucking put that in. Holy fuck. You know? Like Hell last yeah. year was like Black Cat Diva. Like it's just, it It just seems to me that like these skins, since they don't have to follow a strict guideline or like resemble some kind of seasonal event, they're just cooler because they just pick the coolest ones, you know? And 
you never know what they might be. And I'm just, I'm so excited because I really hope, like, like obviously, like, Diva, I love Diva. Like, she's still my main, and I'm stoked on this skin. But I'm just really hoping that they put in a hamster skin, like, a really fucking weird one or something. I don't know. Hell yeah. But yeah, I'm I just, can't wait to see what else they I'm glad they're dropping these now because it's so hype. So fucking hype. Like, these are the best skins, bar none, all year. And I'm just, oh, I'm fucking stoked on it. Hey, is this the one, is this the event where they let you get a lot of the older stuff? I think so. I hope so, because I love when they, like, reopen the things that you've missed so you can... Because I've been building up some gold, you know? Yeah, me too. I didn't buy anything during the last one. Rising yeah. Storm, Storm Rising, so... Yeah, well, that's not true. I bought the new hamster skin, but that was too bad. But yeah, I've got lots of gold, and I'm, I'm itching to spend it. Um, and speaking of... Storm Rising or Rising Storm? What what the hell was that called? Storm Rising? Um. <laughs> yeah, because Uprising. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah, Storm Rising. <laughs> um. So the map that came with that Havana is live, and and what do you think of it? I I like it, but I I don't think people get it just yet. Most of the matches I've played on that have been just an absolute roll by one side or the other. It just seems like. You're either absolutely destroying the other team or you're being absolutely destroyed by the other team. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's my my crappy gold SR. <laughs> um, I don't know. But it's because of that, it's not that fun just yet. But I think as people learn it better and kind of understand the um, the nooks and crannies, if you will, yeah, um, then it'll, it'll come along. But so I've just seen so many rules one way or the other that it just seems like either people don't get it just yet or... Maybe they just need a little time to develop strats on it or something. What well, you? I mean, I like it, but you're right. Like, every time a new map drops, everybody's just dumb on it for a long time until <laughs> they get used to it. But that's the same with any map or character, and it just sucks. And everybody wants to do it and just get good at it, but you, you can't get good at something until you suck at it first, so... Yeah, I did it in the arcade a whole bunch, because the first week it was in an arcade mode only that was, like, strictly this map. And I stopped playing it for after a while because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm in this arcade to get, you know, I don't expect to win everything, but, you know, I'm trying to get through some of these things and get some extra loot boxes here and maybe some extra gold, whatever. And I'm just losing and losing yeah. and losing and losing <laughs> and losing and losing. This is okay. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> maybe let's revisit the whole Havana map thing in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like after the hiatus and then we'll see about it then. We'll see, we'll see yeah. how that's going. Um, let's move on to Overwatch League real quick. The world could always use more heroes. Here's the latest Overwatch League updates. Let's get to it already! Thanks, Tracer. So, Overwatch Season... Overwatch League Season 2 Grand Finals is going to be held in Philadelphia. I knew it. It's going to ah. be great. Uh, it's at the Wells Fargo Center on Sunday, September 29th. That's the home arena for something called the 76ers and the Flyers. Those are right. that's stuff. Right. That's dumb names. Those are Sorry. those are T Sports teams. Oh. Cool. Um, but their <laughs> 76ers owners are, are also basketball and the Flyers are hockey. Oh, okay. So those guys, the owners also own the, the Philadelphia Fusion and the Wells Fargo Center itself. So you know, it's all one thing. You know. Yeah, that's an it's interesting dynamic. Um, I mean, it is the city of brotherly love. Hey, man, you gotta love your brother or else he'll get mad and kick you in the chest. Yeah, you don't want that. No, you don't want it. And then uh, as for the Overwatch League All-Stars, which just happened last week, the Atlantic Division came out on top. 
Woo! Four to one. Say, actually, the same record as last year. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I was looking at the teams. <laughs> yeah, when we when we went through the lineups on the last episode, I you know like I think we were both just like, ooh, the Atlantic Division's teams, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of unfair to be honest. Yeah, it's so it turns out that um, at one point they subbed in all five of the NYXL players who are on the Atlantic team. <laughs> And then I forget who Fusions I want to say maybe was the sixth. I forget yeah. who it was. Uh, that might be wrong. Just um, yeah. And then and then they promptly lost. Yeah. <laughs> they lost that map to the Pacific. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Bren did issue an open challenge for Widowmaker one v one with and Jester Jester accepted. Um, how do you think that went, everybody? You're all correct. Um. Yeah. I love Brendan Hooks so much, but I mean, he's no gesture. But then again, who is? Nobody. It's true. And he also put up a, a good fight. Like, he yeah, didn't go no, out. He's, he went down swinging. He's an amazing Overwatch player, but, you know, again, gesture. Yeah. God tier. Yeah. And, and so, look, we're going to put a link in the show notes to the overview. And um, it's totally worth looking at because there are a bunch of clips. There's some stuff from YouTube, some stuff from Twitch that are embedded right in the article. So you can just get a, a really quick overview of really great quick clips. There's an awesome one of Sinatra playing Doomfist, and it's just hilarious. Like, you definitely want to check those out. Yes, do it. In the That's meantime, um, fill a little bit of time here before Overwatch League returns for Stage 3 on Thursday, June 6th at 4 p.m. PDT. And I'm excited for that. And now let's go to Hearthstone. Gather around the fire, pull out your cards, and show me what you got. Hearthstone News. Okay, what the hell is happening in Hearthstone? Because everybody's freaking out about it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Including you know me. When it comes to a heist, when it comes to uh, putting together some plans for stealing a little something, talk about high pollutant plans. Ooh. This guy, Archvillain Rafam, has decided he's going to steal Dalaran. No, don't take it. He's There's gonna take only all, three he's of gonna those things. Thing. He's just going <laughs> to... <laughs> Whatever shall we do? If you take <laughs> At least take the old one. Yeah, take the old one. <laughs> so the the article reads: Archvillain Rafam has meticulously assembled a league of menacing and megalomaniac maniacal supervillains to undertake his most audacious caper yet, stealing the magical city of Dalaran. No. As low level operatives and Rafam's league of evil, you'll rampage through the streets, spires, and sewers of Dalaran, ensuring that every part of the plan succeeds. So. The first part, um, which is free for everyone as of this past week on the 16th, is Dollaran Bank. Because if you're gonna, if you're gonna host a heist, why not? Why not take the bank first, right? Exactly. So at the beginning of every match in Dollaran, the Dollaran Bank um, portion of this event, you'll find a cache of cash <gasps> lying on the battlefield that, when broken, grants you and your opponent two coins. You can use them to gain an advantage, but be careful because your greed could backfire. Greed never backfires. I mean, we'll see. And then the second <laughs> target is Violet Hold, and the whole idea is to sow chaos in the streets and overwhelm the guards of Dalaran by ripping open the Violet Hold and releasing mm -hmm. all the prisoners. So in this part, at the beginning of each match, a random imprisoned minion will appear on each side of the battlefield. They'll work to free themselves over the course of the match, with each turn bringing them closer to breaking their bonds. And then stronger minions will take more turns before they can wreak havoc on their opponent. Also launched on May 16th, but once it's available, you can obtain this chapter as part of the complete Dollaran heist for $19.99 USD, 
or individual chapters for $6.99 or 700 gold. Hey, that sounds good to me. That sounds fair. Show does. Show sure enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Diablo News. Welcome to Tristram. It's time for Diablo News. Hello, and welcome to Diablo News. Oh, hello. It's awfully dark in here. But gosh, I mean, that's some awfully nice music from the inn. Yeah, I love that acoustic guitar. Sure. And stuff. So guess what? What? The season of nightmares begins on the 17th. <laughs> or no. began on the 17th, because, right. you know, that was a couple of days ago. But yeah. yeah. Welcome to the season of nightmares. You Welcome gotta wake to up, my nightmare. Yeah. Fucking Alice Cooper's here with you, and he's like, Feed my Frankenstein. And you're like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it's season 17. So the season 17 buff, the season of nightmares, all seasonal players will benefit from the sub bonus provided by Legacy of Nightmares. So you actually benefit from the creepy dreams that you're having that yeah. make you wake up and go, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're also um, reintroducing some seasonal rewards from previous seasons. And that's, that's yeah, cool. That's something they're going to keep doing as we go That's the opposite along. of a nightmare. Yeah. It's a daydream. Yes, Night welcome to Diablo Mare. Season 17 with your host, Alice Cooper. Wouldn't it be like a day stallion? What? Like the opposite of nightmare? Oh. Is a day stallion? <laughs> right? I was not following at all. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of new stuff. We're going to put the link in the show notes. There's some good quality of life changes, including three new torment levels, a new search function for the stash, thank goodness. Um, and then they're also going to ha uh, they have a few more that are coming soon that are not quite in just yet. But they're going to add an expand and collapse all button for the recipes on crafters Ooh. and bounty bounty indicators appearing immediately after entering the bounty area and death's breath dropping from heraldic caches. I usually wake up with death breath. <laughs> after your um, season of nightmare. Yes. <laughs> it all It's all full circle. It all makes sense <laughs> here, man. <laughs> so if you be of the Diablo seasonal uh, persuasion, get thee to a nightmare. Yeah, don't wake up, because then it's over. <laughs> Let's move on to question of the week. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. Hello, and welcome to question of the week. Last Hello. couple weeks ago, I asked you guys, what's the... No, you asked the guys, what's the craziest the thing you do for one million dollars gold in-game gold? Yeah. Wait. One million in-game gold dollars. Gold. Can you guess what the most common answer was? What? Dancing on the mailbox. Yes. Uh, Zafira says mailbox dancing in Orgrimmar as a gnome. <laughs> That's dangerous because I would personally kill you. <laughs> Presley says do a podcast series on my infatuation for Sylvanas and why she's the best war chief. I'd only do this for the gold. Hey man, every man has their price. <laughs> Arsenic says, my safer for work answer would be licking the tip of Gallywix's cane. Mm. <laughs> you know that shit's Azerite too. Mm -mm, yeah. <laughs> that shit gets you going all night and day be the for best months. Best licking you ever did in your life, Arsenic. Could you imagine if like people of Azeroth started taking Azerite pills to like get it up for a couple hours? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be like you those. Holy shit! I didn't even <laughs> consider that. Like yeah, a, a it'd be fucking Azeroth at the uh, at the cashiers and at every gas station in Azeroth. <laughs> Legit. Like if that shit was real, like Azeroth, like that that gives you like a, like omega confidence and helps you figure out what you're gonna do next. 
And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we did think through that when we first started talking about the effects of that, um, right? Yeah, you're probably right. That sounds like it, exactly where we would go with that. It would be like, you know how people use substance as like a social lubricant? Yeah. Azurite would be like a social lubricant. It'd be like alcohol or like, okay, it'd be a so social lubricant like alcohol. It would be um, an aphrodisiac like whatever those are. And it would be like <laughs> Viagra. It would be all of those things. Because you'd be like, I'm fucking confident. I know this person's D DTF. I know that. <laughs> and if they aren't, I can pretty much figure out how to get them to be. You know? And and then I know that I've got all this strength and power to just, like, yeah. bone all night long. And I'm going to have a boner for at least 19 plus hours. It would be, like, all of those things mixed with uh, some Felix Felicis. Exactly. You'd be Harry super Potter. lucky. you just, like, rub... <laughs> Like a bar of Azerite on your shaft, and you're good to go. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> okay, so A Valence says, let's be real. There's nothing I wouldn't do for one million gold. I got standards, but not that many. <laughs> hey, I love to hear it. Uh, Crushinator says, for a cool kilogrand, I would post an Anduin plus Sarfang fanfic to the WoW forums and include my personal phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's the high stakes. I like that shit. <laughs> That's a good answer. Sever says, I'd queue as a healer in BGs. Yikes. Oh, oh my goodness. Amarantine says, for one million gold, anything you want, sailor. Yes, I'm a total slut. <laughs> God, I love you guys. Bordardo says, well, with the gold cap, one copper short of 10 million gold, I guess I would do whatever the person asked me to do. Hey, that's fine. That's how you have fun. Guaranteed fun. Say yes to whatever they want. There you go. Zendara says, I don't think this counts, but my husband makes all the gold to pay for both of our subscriptions with tokens because he enjoys that aspect of the game. So I guess I could say that I got married for a million gold. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just did. Yeah. Uh, Royal Beggar says, for one million in-game gold, I would roll Alliance. Then I would buy expensive pets off the auction house, cage on my horde tombs, and sell, if that's at all feasible. Hey, that, that sounds fair. You know, that's I fair. like that you're looking for a way around. I yeah. appreciate that. I love the reach around. Blacklist Furby <laughs> says, oh my god, I would suck so much D. Oh, one million gold? Hmm. I would suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> The answer doesn't change. <laughs> Spanky Hunter says, A million isn't that much for me, really, but considering back in BC, there was a story about a player who was desperate for the 5,000 gold epic flying, so she slept with a guy who gave it to her. She really anted that epic mount. Or she really wanted that epic mount. <laughs> and and hopefully the mount that she got was indeed epic. Or at I least, hope so. you know, these. Uh, <laughs> Dark Iris says, Pick one million anchor weed. Oh, oh man. Oh, God. Good luck. Wow, that is a, quite the commitment. Yep. <laughs> um, Cap uh, Anathema says, calculates how many sexy swashbuckler dances on the bridge in Ironforge I'll be doing on one of my bank tudes. Look all you want, but if you try to touch me, I'll cut you. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> and Scoon says, I would level an undead rogue called Panty Thief and sap people in Borealis for a week straight, <laughs> strafing in and out of the stealth for all to see. Then... They would all live in fear, and I would get many reports. All your pants will be mine. Oh, I forgot about the one million in-game gold. Still would. Um, these <laughs> That's answers just his were plan fantastic. For the <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. You guys are all depraved and disgusting, just as Love I it. hoped. Just nice as work. I hoped. So the new question of the week is: What are you hoping to see most at this year's BlizzCon? It's kind of a generic question, but I'm like, we are genuinely curious about what you guys are most excited to see. I love hearing these because I really like hearing our our listeners and fans talk about what they think, what they hope to see, and then 
people tend to talk about what they think is like realistic to see, but that what they like really, 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 really wish for. And I love hearing that. So definitely excited for this question. Me too. So if you'd like to answer that question, the best way to do so is Discord. We have our own channel for question of the week. You can just answer it there. You can also send us an email at laggingballs at gmail.com. It can be anonymous if you like. You can put your name in. You can put your tune's name. It's all good. Um, if you'd like to answer without us putting on the show, just let us know. You can do that too. Um, but yeah, so that question again is, what are you hoping to see most at this year's BlizzCon? And let's move on to listener feedback. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. Uh, so we have two emails this time. Uh, the first one is from our good friend Solified, the Red Knight. He says, What up, my lord, brother, and sister? Most of my WoW career I've played on a PvP server, but there's something amazing I love about BFA War Mode. I've encountered more world PvP in the last six months than six years prior to BFA. Anyway, I had a question. What is your favorite encounter slash story since enabling War Mode? XOXOXO Solified. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, My favorite encounter and story since enabling War Mode, and I've only taken it off like maybe two or three times since, uh, just to like party with people um but my favorite one was um pretty much getting exactly what i wanted which was um giant roaming pvp like armadas i guess for lack of a better like just roaming across the the world uh, like in where were we were we in nazmir i think we were in nazmir and there was about 40 of us we were all in this huge raid group and we were just combing the ground like all of us were on mounts we were all completely bloodthirsty we were all just we would just like swarm any alliance we saw and just take them out and we kept doing that like we would do it on like the different continents and um sometimes we'd run into other uh 40 man groups of in the horde and we'd we'd group up sometimes we'd run into 40 man groups of alliance and then we'd have like amazing battles and shit but I don't know, just like seeing my horde brothers and sisters, like you said, um, all in our mounts, fucking like yeeting across the world, looking for trouble. Like that's the kind of shit I just like, it really got me going. Like, and I had fucking metal playing. I was just, and I was killing folks left and right. And we'd clash with other fucking alliance groups and just bring them down and tear them down and, and just like teabagging the teabagging. Oh my (laughs) Lord. Like it's cool. Like the 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 ganking has been like pretty crazy, um, and like you know, when you attack somebody else who has war mode on, like they're kind of expecting. It. Like you always have to kind of expect it if you've got war mode on. And so the fights have been a lot more interesting. And I've never really been into ganking somebody who's AFK or a lower level or lower gear than me. So it's just been really interesting. But as as far as all of that goes, just just the camaraderie and doing it with so many other members of the horde was just really exciting and that's, that's i awesome. think that's my favorite so mine's kind of the opposite of that we i, I ran into uh, a giant roving group that i knew was in the area because they were talking about it in general chat and stuff yeah um but um i knew it was coming and i was kind of like i was not in a place where i could kind of easily get away um so i was just like all right well this is kind of happening all around me i'm just going to continue on with what i was doing um i think the quest was like to pick flowers or something like that so i'm like you know, gathering up whatever <laughs> Just trying to pick flowers. Type things. Yeah, it was like, I thought it was kind of like ironic that that was the thing I was doing because it's kind of the opposite. So I'm doing that and I was like, man, it'd be really funny if it happened right now. So I'm in the middle of picking and, you know, the, there's a whole, um, 
uh, emote that goes along with that. And um, a couple of members of the giant group all show up right next to me. And they just like stand there and they wave and then they sit down. And then like more come and even more come. And the other oh one didn't like sit down or anything like that. But then in a moment I'm surrounded, right? So I'm just like, so I, I slash shrug and then I laid down. But what I was going to do was attack the person who was closest to me and just like go down swinging at least. Right. And I I was in the midst of considering who to go um, attack when somebody came over to try and uh, teabag me. Like they walked, <laughs> they didn't use any, they didn't use any um, abilities or anything like that. So since when they came over and then they tried to like slowly position themselves over my head, I was just like, nah, that's not happening. So I started, <laughs> just started attacking that person. Obviously died immediately. But of course. <laughs> they thought it was a pretty funny... I thought it was a pretty funny thing for them to all show up and then just like be like, well, dude, you're fucked. And so we're yep. just going to surround you. And a couple of them just kind of like waved and sat <laughs> <God>. down. <laughs> I, I hate that, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Solify, thank you for that question. Um, I love I love your continued enthusiasm for PvP. It really fucking fires me up too. And uh, just, just keep going with it, buddy. And thank you for asking. And if anyone has some really amazing war mode stories that they would like to share, please don't hesitate to email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. We love to hear it. Absolutely. Um, and we've got one more email. Do you want to read that one, Thorne? I do. This is from Lord Shaper. What's up, man? Lord Shaper says, hey, guys, I was watching uh, Guild Chat going by the other day, and I had an idea for a question of the week. Question, how far have you taken the backstory for any of your characters? Now, my answer for it as an example, I have a warrior and a death knight. Warrior is Grox. The death knight is Groxus. In Grox's future, he's unfortunately going to die and be raised as a death knight, in which he adds to his name as he remembers who he was. This means I've been leveling two characters for the one idea, which is pretty cool. They both have the same face as well as hair, as much as you can from Magar Orc to Orc, as well as the same weapons and similar style for armor uh, once they're at the same level. Thanks. Uh, Damien, a.k.a. Lord Shaper. Um, that's an excellent question. I love uh, character backstories so much. Absolutely. Um, I, I think I've mentioned Fist's background quite a bit on the show, and I really need to just write it out um, so I can share it with people uh, if they're interested. But um, I guess the, the TLDR version is uh, uh, Fist's full name is uh, Amethyst Iolite uh, Sunblood. Um, Fist for short, obviously. Um, she comes from a long line of arcane mages. Her parents are diplomats from Silvermoon, and uh, Fist grew up. Uh, in Orgrimmar and Thunderbluff, um, going kind of back and forth, um, and so she kind of she grew up um, not around other Blood Elves, but with orcs and Torin, and she kind of adopted their mannerisms and their ideals and and their characteristics and beliefs and all that. So she's very old Horde. She's she's very unlike a Blood Elf in a lot of ways, and uh, she broke the line of uh, arcane mages. She went from frost to fire. Uh, she prefers being an elemental mage. It kind of it speaks to her more just because of all of the shamans that she grew up with and things like that. Um, she's less like she's of course she's uh, she's arcane hungry like like a blood elf would be, but it's less so in her. And she finds that she it resonate the, the elements resonate more with her. Um, her parents aren't super happy about it, but again, like she is a champion of the horde and she's an archmage now, so they can go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she. Uh, that's basically her. Like she's she's just been um, doing her thing and sort of like rebelling against 
um, a lot of the ideals and uh, and things that her parents had planned for her. They wanted her to be a diplomat as well, uh, like a noble person, and, and she's not down with that. She just loves killing Alliance, but uh, she was very conflicted at the beginning of BFA. Like, she, she was super happy in Legion. She got her Archmage title. She was super stoked on being, you know, a resident Archmage in Dalaran, and she took that role very, very seriously. Um, but then, of course, you know, one thing led to another, and uh, she took off her, her Archmage transmog at the beginning of BFA, put on some orc uh, grunt gear, and just went into the fray, and she burned down that tree. She was there, um, but she started to have reservations about it because she's not like that. You know, she's she's she wants to kill the Alliance, but she has honor, and she learned, she learned honor straight from the source when she was growing up, and a lot of... This has been very conflicting, so she's a huge Sarfang supporter, and she's going to be really happy when Thrall comes back. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that you've continued it through the recent expansion. Hell yeah, I'm That's always really going to cool. continue it, yeah. Um, I will answer mine next week. I actually had a write-up that I can't find, um, so I'm going to go back and, and grab that. But um, I love this as like an alternate question of the week. So um, Yeah, we were, we were going to make uh, it like the, the question of the week, but um, you know, not everybody has a backstory for their character. Not all listeners play well at all. So um, if you would like to answer this question too, um, we will have a link to our Discord channel. I highly recommend going there. It's really, it's a fucking sweet place to hang out. Um, but there's, there's a yeah, totally. But there's a place to answer a question of the week. So we have two questions of the week. What are you looking post? What are you most looking forward to of BlizzCon? And then this one, how far have you taken, <gasps> excuse me, the backstory for any of your characters? Um, if you'd like to write up your backstory uh, and send it in an email, that's laggingballs.gmail.com again. Um, and we'd love to hear it. We love that shit. So please just uh, send it our way if you'd like to. And thank you, Lord Shaper, for that question. Yeah, I like one. I like your dual tune for the price of one yeah. uh, thing going on. I've never heard that's of that. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, okay, so um, that's it for the show. Uh, we have a new patron. We do. Welcome to Parker L. Who just became a baller level patron. Welcome hey, to the patrons. Thank you so so much for your support. We really we really fucking appreciate it. We really do. Um, and, and thank you to our. Uh, more insane and crazy uh, patrons. <laughs> Indeed, including Michael Van, the Erector of Epic Monuments, Tamer of Libidos, Slayer of That Ass, Breaker of Wills, and Badass MC. As well as Chris B, the Insane, Arsenic the Insane, and Cowboy Gamer 96 the Exalted. Thank you guys so, so very much. You guys blow our yeah. freaking minds. Thank you guys. It's, you're just... Ugh. And thank you to all of our long-standing patrons. Thank you to everybody who's continued to support us, especially through... Um, the last couple of months that have absolutely been kind of spotty as far as um, putting content out, but again, everything everything will make sense soon. Um, but yeah, but we just really appreciate it, and of course, if, if you can't uh, be a patron on Patreon, that's totally fine too. We're just glad that you're here, and thank you for hanging out with us, and thank you for listening. Um, if you would like to leave us an iTunes review, that would be really helpful uh, for us. Um, we actually have a new one this week of uh, form would you want to read it sure it is a five-star review from atlas crosby entitled lagging balls for my balls <laughs> let me just say first that i have never personally felt more connected to a group of people on a podcast before 
Fist and Thorn are great at making you feel like they're personally talking to you, the listener specifically. They deliver news about my favorite games, all while keeping me laughing and enjoying my time. I feel like I know them personally, and I find myself super eager to hear the next episode every week. If it isn't Thorn's devilish good looks, thank you, and <laughs> hilarious puns, it's Fist's beauty and awesome singing voice that keep you coming back to listen in once Aww. more. I love these guys. I feel like I've known them for years, and it's literally the only podcast that I'm subscribed to and donate to regularly. If you want to laugh and be informed all in one saucy cluster of awesomeness, this is the place to find it. Fist and Thorn are the best. Holy shit, Atlas Crosby. Thank you so much. Oh my god. What what have like that it seemed like it that took a lot of thought and heart to write out, and we really appreciate that. Like it's it's that kind of feedback. Um especially the part about how you say that we make you feel like we're talking to you personally. I mean, we are right now, like specifically to you, Atlas Crosby, but um we we try to we've we've been trying to do that. Like we I don't know, like we just we never forget about who's listening. You know? Um yeah. and we know that our our listeners are are you are a unique bunch and we've interacted with enough of you guys on Discord and other social media to know that we're all pretty much on the same page as far as, you know, life goes and the way that we are and and it's true. The, the best part about the community that's popped up around LB is that we're all really really fucking supportive and we're we're just genuine human beings and i i think it takes a kind of uh, i don't know it it just seems like the more ridiculous lb is like the the chiller everybody <laughs> else is i don't i don't understand the correlation but i'm i'm glad for it i'm i'm grateful for it and we just we we know like each and every one of you is a fucking cool human being, whether you know it or not. We do. We've seen it. And uh, we just we genuinely care about you guys. And every time we do LB, it feels like we're hanging out with you. And we get so much feedback and 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 so much communication from everyone that it just it just feels like we're playing telephone tag or something. So Yeah. Like we we just we always have you guys in mind and I don't know. It's we've been talking to you guys for a long time. And it's it's good to know. Thank you, Atlas Crosby. It's it's good to know that we're still coming across to you guys almost personally. That that feels really good. And thank you for the kind words and the compliments. Like it's it's reviews like these that really fucking keep me going. And, and it's the kind of thing that I send my mom and my nana because <laughs> it makes me feel Aww. good. Yeah. So thank you, Atlas Crosby. We really appreciate that. Yes, and to the two anonymous people who um, rated us five stars as well, um, we now have 132 ratings altogether, Damn. which is awesome. Thank you. Um, two more since this one was posted uh, of just five-star reviews, which is amazing. Thank you guys so, so much. Really, really appreciate that. Yes. Thank you, guys. Um, and yeah, so that's a show. Thank you, Techie Taco, for all that you do. We really appreciate it. And Thanks, Techie yeah, Taco. We're, we're going on hiatus, but next weekend, 24-hour stream, you guys. 24-hour stream, so pay attention to our social medias and our Discord, because we'll get you the details on that, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> what? Bye, Felicia. There you go. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to miss doing this. Of course you are. Four years. Four years. But we're only going to be gone for a couple weeks. What's a couple weeks and four years, right? Right, right, right. Right, right, right. right. Plus, right. we're going to be right. just filling people's timelines with our ramblings anyway. So whatever. Of course. Nudes all day long. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun.
No. Just give me that. Don't it's leave us, fine. please. Oh my god, please. My entire self-worth is tied up and uh, don't go anywhere. It's true. Hey ballers, send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. Hey guys, it's Techie Taco and Perfect Nomad, and we are starting a podcast called Blizzmates. That's right, a weekly show where we become friends and invite you to join the conversation. Join us every week where we talk about gaming, our lives, and we get to know each other. You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can just follow us on Twitter at Blizzmates. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Kevin, do you know what I love about lagging balls? What's that, Brian? Um, well, first off, Kevin, it's Ro here. Lagging balls listeners don't have any clue who Brian is. That's actually a good point. Uh, they would only know me as Jazz or Multizord or something like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so what do you love about lagging balls, Ro? Well, it's their extensive coverage of Blizzard games. I mean, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Diablo. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. They don't cover Hearthstone. What are you talking about? Sure they do. They're a Blizzard podcast. I mean, yeah, they mentioned Witchwood like once, maybe. But nah, they really don't say shit about Hearthstone. What the fuck? Well, hi, Lagging Balls listeners, Ro here. If you're missing some Hearthstone podcasting in your life, then join me and Kevin, I mean multis, I mean jazz, for Hearth Casual. That's right, it's jazz. Uh, but anyway, our show is a podcast about everything in Hearthstone. Well, except the hardcore tournament meta crap. 
Yeah, Kevin likes that stuff, me not so much. But hey, you, you want arena talk, you'll get it. Dungeon runs, tavern brawls, monster hunting, we got you covered and then some. Hearth Casual produces a new episode every two weeks, and we'll usually record a little something about Tavern Brawl during our off weeks. Unless it's Randomonium. Yeah, fuck Randomonium. <laughs> fuck Randomonium. Hearth Casual! Find it on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, everywhere! And follow us on Twitter at Hearth Casual, or we'll cut you! Yeah! Yeah! Hey, ballers. Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder why the hell they are there in the first place? Check out Dungeon Fables to learn the stories behind them. You can find it on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Keep on being awesome. Take care. Hey, ballers. My name's Jin. Do you know the story behind Warcraft? If you do, that's fucking awesome. If you don't, don't feel bad. Most players don't, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to learn it, I got a little solution for you. Check out a brand new podcast named Morla Gray with me and my buddy Fear. All we do is I sit around, have some drinks, and tell his dumbass what the fuck the story is. It's that simple. You don't even have to crack open a book if you don't want to. Just listen to the podcast and I'll tell you what the fuck's going on. So check out Marla Gray. He's pretty good. Okay. Bye. Hey, this is Frasley here. So every week I get together with people from around Azeroth and beyond and I talk with them about some of the awesome things going on in their lives. We discuss wild news, whatever I feel like that week fits best for that guest. So join me every week on Frazzlecast. You can find us at gnomepodcast.com. See you there. You look to me like a slacker. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I am a slacker. Join these two slackers for a bi-weekly chat about beer, gaming, tech, and something random every show. Just search Slacker Studio in your favorite podcast app. If you can be bothered. You're a slacker. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Lagging Balls. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lagging balls. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search Lagging, lagging balls. balls. Basically, just search Lagging Balls and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. Um, they were, they were obviously, <laughs> why don't you let him out and then I can talk to you. Gigi, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, Gigi. Where's the bear? Okay, let's go, honey. Gigi or snake. You ready? Cats. Let's go, Gigi. Good job. No, they're going to come back in. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't get cats, man. I don't get them. You don't need to. I guess not. All right. Where were we?